We are live, Mr. Colley. Hey, buddy. How are you today? I am awesome today. Kids are scoring A's. Um, and uh, life is good. I'm a big fan of Adderall. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, it's amazing in this society with these kids and devices constantly, you know, they're just mimicking us, you know, multitasking and stuff like that. But, you know, it just shows how predisposition or prepositioned so many people to get into these, you know, attention deficit type um, scenarios. And with these kids, that kind of stuff can just be a miracle drug. Dude, I was so against drugs. Like my child is never taking a psychoactive drug for issues, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, if he'd been at the time, if he'd been like, you know, severe or something, I would have. And I trust and love our pediatrician. And my son was like constantly not getting shit done, constantly, you know, just screwing up. And he's a brilliant, like brilliant kid. And went to our pediatrician who I love, who's always about the data. Everything's about the data. Guy's like 73 years old and he knows all the latest studies, everything. And he looked at his score results. We did a test and both of us, he was like over 90%. And, and he's like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, your son uh, got the genetic uh, lottery here on this one. So uh, I'm going to give you Adderall. And we're, I was like, uh, uh, and he's like, look, it's just genetics. He needs it. Try it. See what happens. Kid went from like, I mean, like this entire weekend, he spent his entire weekend working his ass off and studying for school. Like had three tests yesterday, A's on all. I mean, just... It's an amazing drug if somebody has an issue. So anyway, I'm not sure how well, we got yeah. there to start off a DeFi discussion. But there's probably a lot of folks in this community that, that uh, could use it. Yeah. I could probably use no, it. No, I, I mean, look, you know, <laughs> to me, those kind of traits that we, um, you know, try to, like, um, I guess, dampen down a little bit, you know, those are the skills you need in the high-paying consulting jobs, investment banking jobs, entrepreneurial jobs. I mean, God, how many hats do you wear a day? I mean, oh my God, five hundred plus. I mean, it's like yeah, it's insane. You think of the different roles you have to play across different clients, um, and then of course staying on top of all of this. Uh, you know, that's that's the kind of stuff that you got. I mean, I was thinking about this last night, which with you know, kind of investing, trading is that I always found for me that I have to wear different hats. Like you know, not so much these days, but I had my short term hat on, which was just you know, doing 20 of them on a, on a sex and 20 different tokens. And then when I saw something spike 20%, sell it. Right. Rolling into the one that's down. And, right. and you know, you know, no loyalty, no emotion, no nothing. Just, you know, pure what's going on um, off of an event. And then, you know, you move with this liquidity farming. Now, all of a sudden, you're really looking at more mid medium-term strategies to long-term strategies. But yep. hedging away the near-term risk. So, um, you know, to me, it gets to the point where, um, you know, you have to sort of remind yourself what your goals are going in. Yeah. You know, like I'm looking at it with Curve right now. So, you know, everybody knows I talk about Curve all the time. So it's up over five. You know, I think I started at 90 cents and, you know, I've gotten so much free Curve that I'm sure I'm down in like the 35 cent range is the cost <laughs> to acquire. So you're like, what do you do? And, you know, I still look at all the comps. They all make sense. I'm not in the short-term flip on this one. I think there's more rotation. So I have to constantly think about what I'm doing. And I think with the, with ADHD or ADD, it's sort of the same thing in that, you know, they have, you're looking at it from all these different perspectives Yeah. and you always have to learn how to transition because that's where the money's made and where the money's lost. Yeah. So good, good no. for him. No, he's happy camper right now. I got to tell you, and and it hasn't had an impact on him personality wise in the least. So it's good. Uh, so you uh, asked me to load up this change chart, and this is uh, this is fascinating, dude. So um, yeah. back to like January, you said. Uh, yeah, look at where the one on the right, you know, around January 2021, and what it's just showing is the total value locked on all the chains. Yeah, um, you know, so. You know, what you see in that January is Ethereum is something like, I don't know, 98%, 96%, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 98.22%. We got Cello at 0.79, Kava at 0.44, Binance at 0.3, Terra at 0.25, and Polygon has zero. 
And yeah. So start moving this over. Binance right, is so, moving up. So what's interesting is Polygon, you know, layer two hasn't really launched in full bore yet for, but I remember right around that time too was when, um, you know, I remember started seeing the ga gas fees clogging up different NFT type applications on layer one. And then Polygon came out and all of a sudden it was like, holy shit, it's not, it's not 30 bucks. It's, you know, a fraction of a penny. Well, we know right. gas fees now are significantly higher than that. But all of that started building up. And then, you know, you see the Binance in there it kind of expanded out pretty big around April, May. And then it starts giving up market share as you move to the right. And the new players coming out, it's Solana, it's Terra growing, um, it's Avalanche, it's Waves. You know, I'm kind of looking at Waves these days, too. Um, waves, they're, they're really? Yeah, it's it's they've been around for like a lifetime in friggin' DeFi. Yeah. I mean, they've been around for years. Well, they have a spike way back to 2018, so you know it's like they're lumped in with all those guys. But but I'm just surprised that they've been kind of uh, growing. Um, you kind of taking a look at them a little bit, but you know, look at the ones like Heiko and Salo now. You know, those were up at the top three or four back in January yeah. of 2021, and now they're like you know not so other opportunities would be those two um kava you know i hear a lot of talk about harmony thor chain obviously um, but the point is this is what everybody's looking for is where is this going to grow next and and that's why when we talk about apys and, and i know you know this brad i'm more speaking to the people listening um, to the people yeah the you know i'm a man of the people and all that but <laughs> when, the, when, the, when the incentivization is there to get user adoption <laughs> just like you know in dot-com days super bowl ads and marketing 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 you know when there was five pet five companies competing to ship 60 pound bags of dog food you know you kind of know where that one's going to end uh -huh. that, you know it's like the change bank you know yeah we're we going to beat you scale <laughs> you know, right like, but you know that was all vc money flooding those channels the same thing's going on here it's a different type of vc money and it's using the money to get user adoption. And most of it is, you know, what we call FinTech, DeFi type, you know, applications at this point. So, you know, when we talk about, you know, Solana, I think it's a little hot again. Binance I, Binance, I sort of stay away from just because, you know, the regulatory hammer is just hanging there, ready to, to drop. And, you know, they're trying their best to get uh, compliant whatever that means. And so I look at that being a little distracted, but, but Terra, I mean, God, that one's grown from like nothing yep. to huge amounts and it's all stable related. Yep. And of course, Avalanche, Polygon and Phantom, which is what weird. I'd love you to know, see. Is a lot. A, I'd love to see this chart. I'd love to be able to customize this chart. And so like exclude the top 10 and see the range and exclude the top five and see the range. Cause I'd love to see the ones historically that have been moving up over the last two months um just the just the uh next tier right who's who's the one that's making the biggest move you know terra's moved really fast in the last couple of months avalanche i've been spending a lot of time on avalanche the last week uh tron's interesting where was tron yeah. previously and i hate sure. tron but because i hate justin you know, but I, I used to have a ton of that back in 18 um sort of came out of nowhere in this cycle for me you know yeah. I, didn't, I had a bunch of btt too but you know if you haven't sold a 10x on btt i don't know what you're doing because it's like <laughs> it's like you know there's so many opportunities over there um but does it mean anything long term i, I don't know yeah but tron tron the same thing and i remember looking at them three years ago and everybody was doing the roll the dice app yeah they were claiming you know a bazillion transactions and it's kind of like you know, how many people can do the roll the dice app? Yeah. Um, so, so to me, I kind of think if I'm looking at the second 10 on this list, I'm really curious about Heiko and Salo. And I hear a lot about Osmos, OKX chain is interesting. Harmony, I hear a lot about. Thor chain, a little bit about. So I guess I'd be curious about, let's look at the multiples. Um, I thought Thunder would be higher, but it's not because I just keep seeing I mean, it just must be the people I follow that are talking about Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. What's I mean, interesting look, is that I'm sh a bit shocked at Polygon's 
piece. I'm I'm really big sad. or small, big small. or small. Yeah, I was. You know, this is where we get into that discussion about. You know, um, you know, one of the things I think Phantom just passed Polygon in the last couple of days at the uh, total value log. Yeah, and so. But I started looking at Polygon. I don't see an exodus of capital from Polygon. So right. I see still, you know. Oh, so the TVL is maintained. It's just. It's just not growing as fast as, say, on Phantom or Avalanche. And the um, percent share. Let's see here. Do they have a Yeah, time? I mean, Ave pops up on Avalanche a couple of days ago. And, you know, all of a sudden, or I don't know, what, a few days ago, week. And, you know, pops up $4 billion in, uh, you know, total value lock in a matter of days so how the hell does polygon go from 10.54 billion on june 15th to 6.3 billion on june 18th who the hell put four billion dollars in tvl in a polygon network and then took it out two days well, later it sounds to me like it was somebody who said in june so billion. polygon remember yeah remember when um the market started fading in May. Polygon was holding strong during that first initial contraction because I remember Polygon going up to maybe 240 or 250 or something like that or yeah over over two. And I was always like, oh wow, okay, pleasantly surprised. Um, and then it started coming down in June when I was on vacation. So maybe it was someone who was you know margined or something and had to get out of a position. Um, but it sounds pretty crazy to me. Uh, but, you know, again, at that point, not a lot going on on Phantom or Avalanche. I mean, it was yeah. happening, but nobody was really there. Um, a lot of people were talking about Elk back then and Beefy and groups like that. But I think, um, you know, Ohm kind of took up all that kind of offering. And Ohm kind of, you know, investment graded it basically in a way that the others I don't think could. Um, What's interesting is... is um... I wonder how much gets lost um, because let's say you're in sushi. I mean, look how many sushi is the dominator of all chains, right? They, they have yep. the most chains down here in this list. Um, if you're already on sushi and then sushi launch, launches on phantom and you've been frustrated with transactions being slow on polygon. Well, you know, maybe you just say, well, screw it. I'll just, hop over here because I love sushi. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see if there's data on, you know, sushi users that made that transition. It would be hard to extrapolate, but could be interesting. Well, I'm sure somebody, I mean, somebody should, one of these on-chain analysis types or AIs, wallet watchers and all of that, somebody's got to be paying attention to that. Because I just noticed, I was just looking at Ave on Avalanche and, you know, I haven't been able to find a good polygon to avalanche bridge, but what I do is I go polygon to phantom to avalanche and it's like a yeah. minute and it costs nothing. So yeah. I haven't worked too hard to find a direct link, but you know, when I saw all the avalanche action, I mean, all the Ave action on avalanche, cause you know, I'm in Geist on phantom where there is no Ave and that's kind of the Ave clone. Right. You know, so I'm watching that. When is Ave going to show up at phantom basically? <laughs> so, you know, or are they, or are they going to buy it? What, you know, I mean, we don't talk a lot about M&A, but I have a lot of experience in that. And I, I just think there's a big wave of consolidation coming. However you would do that. I mean, kind of right. like the curve curve wars we talk about with, you know, Yearn and uh, MakerDAO and now Convex, you know, fighting it out for the um, uh, governance tokens for curve Yeah. Uh, to control the protocol. So, you know, there is activity like that going on. And so with Ave and Geist, I'm thinking, it's a possibility. They look really similar, but at the same time, maybe there's a reason that they're not uh, going yet. I, I don't know. But but what I did, what I'm getting at is that whereas you can borrow, let's say, USDT for some, you know, 15% on maybe uh, Ave Polygon, let's say, and maybe it's 7% on Phantom and maybe it's 2% on uh, Avalanche. So what I think is going to happen next is just like we talk about all this finding the best yield, finding the best this, that, um, I mean, there's arbitrage opportunities right there because of speed amongst those three platforms, but where you could essentially be borrowing at the lowest rate on one Ave, you know, Ave Avalanche, and depositing it at the highest uh, yield one, maybe it's Ave Polygon, 
right? And you know, capturing that delta of five or six points um, plus the rewards. So right now the rewards are super high on Ave Avalanche. So you know, you get those in I believe Avax token. So you know, anybody looking to acquire a position there in Avalanche is that you know you obviously go for those rewards, right? Um, and I think if you borrow on Ave Avalanche, there's like you know 15% reward to borrow on top of the six or right. seven percent you pay. So again, you know, that's free money. Yeah. So I think that's going to, you know, we talk about the, you know, I, I tend to visualize it where all the layer ones are like galaxies. If we think of a universe visualization and, you know, I'm still seeing them all kind of parallel to each other. Yeah, or I horizontal. agree. But I agree. Below it, you know, these different protocols, Ave one that, as you say, loops over into these other chains. Um, what I'm curious about too is say Ethereum. So you see Ethereum at the top of the list with 163 billion in TVL. Um, does that count like all the uh, you know the protocol? Let's say uh, um, that's all value. layer one. Yeah. So, but is like Polygon and layer 4.7 billion no, included no. in Ethereum? No, because it would be showing up here in this list. Okay, These are all then, just protocols that have like okay, sushi swap, Ave, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm on. I was on a chain page. Chain page. Sorry. Right. How about get okay, back to protocols? Yeah. So look at you know the curve and Ave ones. I mean, they're you know curves are making a move, obviously, but you know, look, that's covering Phantom, uh, Arbitrum, Poly, uh, XDI, which we need to have to talk more about that one too. Ethereum, you know. Um, what is that? Harmony and Avalanche. So when I look at like three through seven, those are all Ethereum only. MakerDAO, WBTC, whatever, Convex, Instadap, don't know it, Compound, tend to like, uh, and then Lido. So when those start moving over, those look to me to be kind of interesting. Those you know, all bore the shit those. out of me. Yeah, no, but I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know they, I, I that's just caviar, cavalier. I, they're all in critical and important, but you know. I'm at heart a degen, I guess. Well, yeah, I know you. Well, we all like it, but we just can't crap out anymore. Basically, <laughs> you know, we're not 22. But my point is just that I know boring is shit. But look, they're all they're all coming over to the other chains. Yeah, absolutely. At. So that's where you're going to see more of these ARB opportunities, where yeah. you know, Compound, Ethereum, all of a sudden. You know, are they going to go to Polygon next or are these guys all going to roll the Phantom and Avalanche and Solana? See, if I was one of these secondary chains, if I was Phantom, Harmony, I would go after recruiting Pancake, Pancake Swap brand, right? If I've got EVM compatibility, because look at this, Pancake Swap is still only on Binance, 5.86 yeah. billion TVL, and probably has the largest count of users of any of these because all of the small retail traders are on there. I would yeah. be recruiting the shit out of pancake swap because you get that you get pancake cake swap on your chain, you're you're going to probably load up half a billion to a billion like mm -hmm. that. Like in no time because those users will go check it out. They will go try it. And once they see and that's the other thing, Phantom Avalanche, those fees are all significantly cheaper than Binance BSC fees. Right, BSC, you're you're paying, you know, a buck, half a buck, two bucks, three bucks for a transaction. You come over to Avalanche or Phantom, you're paying a fraction of a penny. And yeah. I I would be hardcore if I were these guys. I would be recruiting the shit out of Pancake Swap. Well, look, you got almost six billion in TVL there, and yeah, you know the ratio's pretty good, 0.79. I mean, that's kind of high compared to Ave and Curve, but still, I mean, it's not bad. Up 13% this week. Yeah. Can we sort so, this way? Who's growing? What the fuck is Calibri? 2,293%. Oh, they only have 30 million TVL. I need a filter, guys. I need a filter. Yeah, it's, it's good old-fashioned analysis, brain analysis. Yeah. Um, Huckleberry. Huckleberry's been talked about a Huckleberry. lot. Huckleberry? Where the hell's Huckleberry? The, number 14 on this oh. list that you're on. I think you're on uh, Protocol. Yeah, I clicked right? it, I clicked through to it. 14 million TVL. It's a People DEX. Talking, 
Yeah, over on Moon River, I think. Is that it? Yeah, Moon, Moon River Rivers? looks. Yeah. Is this ETH too? Moon River is like its own thing and um, own chain, and people have been talking about it again or lately. Um, just the, and Solar Beam is on Moon River. Um, as one that can go, it's moved from oh, like a hundred and something to like four hundred in the last week or so. Um, All right. Kind of standard. What are we? Oh, it's if, Polygon. Is it? Well, that's the yeah, first. So. That's the first network they want me to connect with. Maybe they have multi. Maybe they're multiple chains. Yeah, I haven't really had a chance to dig in. It was just sort of water cooler talk I was hearing. Because um, you know, right now what I'm looking at is sort of. Um, oh, come on, you know, projects! Like Please just put a fucking about on your website. I mean, seriously, how hard is this? Why do I have to go to Medium to figure out what the fuck you're doing? It just drives me nuts. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Pump up the volume, bitches. Let's. It's go. like, come on, just fucking. I mean, how hard is it to say this is what we are and this is what we do, right? I mean, so user comes in here and goes, "Oh, okay, I connected to Polygon. Now what?" Okay, I got to click through here, try to figure out what's going on. I, a buddy of mine sent me this link to this project the other day. You know, he talked a lot about this. It's like an NFT, funky, cool, staking kind of cool project. But you come to their buddy, web. Was, was my buddy, show. Corey, uh, yeah. Uplift World Metaverse. Yeah, I couldn't figure that out either. Yeah. So he sends, us to, he sends me to Egg Chain. I'm looking at this. I'm like... Okay, if I land on this website, what is this? My chick inventory. What? 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 S stop and explain this shit to people. How many people are you losing because they come here and go? Now what? Yeah. Well, yeah. we talk a lot about the user interfaces and of drives me DeFi. nuts. I mean, what's, I think that's probably a portfolio of chick-related NFTs, maybe. Maybe. Um, is this my looks guess, very but... much like it should be on Moon River. Every one of their Every one of their rivers is a river. Yeah, I mean, everybody's looking. You know, we everybody's looking for the next chain. Yeah. So you know, Moon River has some kind of other angles to it with Ohm and um, uh, Inverse Finance and Strong and you know those ones as well. I don't know what it is, but um, it, it's worth looking at. But then I kind of go. Why would I move money out of Phantom or Avalanche to, to Moon River? And right, you know the the point is I I won't I wouldn't. No, they need um, a I'm kind of every every chain needs a compelling application to come on board, right? To drive you know, interest in. Well, you, you know it's interesting because I remember when um, you know I was in D.C. area when Washington D.C. area when um, you know dot com stuff all cratered and you know the that spiral and you know i remember that you know all this fiber had been pulled i mean they were pulling up wisconsin avenue constantly to you know quest and global crossing and you know another eight or nine companies and so when all that happened everybody was kind of like what the hell do we do with all this fiber it was like you know a half a percent of it being used um of course it was pre-youtube and you know facetime and all that shit so that quickly got gobbled up but um there was talk about that maybe the internet was just going to be a big life sciences platform at that point. There was some huh. commentary in the post. So it was going to specialize because it was human genome seek. Remember I was involved in that, those projects back then. And so it was all about, to me, the epiphany was all the data that was in DNA and what right. you could do with it. Um, it's always in an interest area of mine. So they talked about the internet, maybe being a big biological data platform. Well, of course it became so many other things that, you know, nobody anticipated or thought right. about unless, you know, they watched Jetsons and decided that, hey, <laughs> yeah. But my point is maybe this is what happens with all of these layer ones, that they Ooh. specialize in certain areas. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Have them all hit a niche. Yeah. Like, remember, we were talking about, um, like, the E&Y guys and the IBM guys, you know, like the IBM guys, I know they're doing this global identity. Um, the hell is it like? uh like a verification thing of like credential credentialing. That's what it is. Learning right. credentialing network. So I guess it's one that will supposedly validate everybody's credentials and you can see it. I think it's oh, yeah. it first, but that's a specialized application of, I believe they, I believe IBM's hyperledger or something like that fabric shop. And, um, 
you know, so maybe this is what happens. Maybe these specialize in to specific purposes. Makes maybe sense. Maybe one becomes something around supply chain. You know, may, is it vertically integrated or horizontal? I don't know, but it seems to me like it could go that way. This is pretty fascinating. Um, this is I've got the the chains sorted by seven day growth. Uh, Tron has had a seven hundred and sixty nine percent growth in TVL in the last week. Now this is really interesting. I had a guy um, reach out to me um, to get the founder of this chain on this chain called Lambden. Right now they've only got nine point three million under uh, TVL, but. This is fascinating to me because I kind of I scheduled the interview and the and I and we had to reschedule and we haven't rescheduled it yet, but I really want to get this guy on because their growth is pretty pretty good. Um, you know, zero TVL October 12th to 9.3 million now. So 13 days, two weeks. Here's here's why it's interesting. Um, this project is built on Python. So what this does is this opens the, if they can get uptake, and I have no idea the kind of technical infrastructure of this or how powerful it is or how fast or anything, but if they're able to get some level of growth in this TVL, then you're opening the doors to a shitload of developers, right? The One of the most popular programming languages in the history of computers, Python. If every Python developer of you know worth anything can come into a blockchain and write a dap um you get a ton of potential so if somebody creates a unique dap for this platform for lambda um they have a ton of potential now sadly there's only one site listed having the D the tvl um so i don't know you know uh it would be nice if they had a link here to the main website but i'm well, fascinated swap. No. yeah i'm swap. fascinated by the growth on this um it's uh it's really pretty interesting i'm i'm gonna well, take a deeper know, dive well that's you know that's what we're always looking for so you know i mean all these people that hey you know a year ago we're looking at solana going hey man this looks kind of interesting i'll take a deeper dive yeah well, you know obviously if you buy all this shit at like fractions of a penny and it goes to 200 bucks you know you're you're pretty much done at that point game yep. over yeah um so we're always trying to find those which is, you know, again, I talked about wearing different hats. This is more of a long-term hat. Yep. You know, where I kind of do it with, with things that, that I kind of fall out of favor and all of a sudden I got 7 million tokens or something. You know, I just I just park it in a wallet and forget about it wallet. And I look at it on one little portfolio page on CoinGecko every now and then. And I'm like, oh, okay, nothing's happened. Or, oh, wow, that's something happened. So Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so that's you got to think of that too. And then these are not ones that you would, you know, this rocket swap or or whatever landed. You know, these would be ones that you would just kind of come in and you know at ten million TVL and you would hold it. Yeah. And hope they get their keep doing what they're doing um, and scale that to a hundred. Let's mean, see it's where not, the liquidity is. Their token has one point four million. Some token called Underground Warriors wrapped ETH at seven hundred and sixty-seven thousand. It's fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, so what are they? They're yeah, so they're 40. So so Sif Chain, the one that I'm always talking about, that's sitting there at like 36 with almost 50 million in TVL. Yeah. Um and a more, you know, 1.51 market cap to TVL ratio. So, you know, it's like if you could pick five of these, I guess, and you know, start growing those stacks. Yeah, maybe one of them hits. You know, maybe one of them gets to the top ten. Nobody thought Polygon was going to be in the top ten last year. Nope. Um, you know, Moon River is that Moving River is up seventy six percent in a week. You were right. That one's growing. Yeah, there's a lot of people playing that. I don't. At first, everybody was bitching about it, saying it was slow, and then everybody was saying it was fast. I don't know what. <laughs> um, but I think at this point, I would probably look to number twenty nine if I wasn't in anything here yet. Near. It's pretty attractive. Yeah, yeah near after announcing that 800 million yesterday for recruiting new uh, devs. Yeah. And um, I like those guys. I like their approach. I like the project. They have big VCs behind them. So, I mean, I think there's a ton of potential there. It's always a battle. They've had a big focus on NFTs over the last few months, mm -hmm. um, which, 
you know, I, I can't blame them. That's what came. And so you kind of build from there. Um, so I, I did tell uh, Doki to go try to get a piece of that money and move on chain. Might as well take some and yeah, and absolutely launch over there. So, um, but anyway, I, I, I'd like to see them have some success. I really would, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe that's what they carve out is they carve out, they are an NFT space. And, you know, frankly, if you, if you snag a big chunk of the NFT market, you now have the potential to, to pivot that into more DeFi because the, the capabilities of NFTs that we're not even scratching the surface of yet. Like it's like that project we were looking at the other day that allowed you to store tokens inside of NFTs, like a, like an index fund, right? Uh, the, what was the that? Revest, revest? revest? Yeah, yeah. That's looking demo good. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's <clears throat> snagging, taking a, taking a v- approach of, Hey, we're going to lock up as much NFT business as we can. And then, um, cause that gives you a nice framework to build on. It gives you consumer applications that come in that, um, that aren't people that are all crypto people. So uh, uh, yeah. I think there's some interesting potential there. Well, yeah. And, um, and, and the other thing I think is that. How does KuCoin, that how does Ku, sorry, how does KuCoin have a blockchain and only have 16 million under TBL? Aren't they, I mean, are they, they're in Korea, right? Yeah, but they have a shitload of users, and and you would think they. I guess they're just not pushing it like BSC did. I'm sorry. Go, go well, ahead. What you're saying? Yeah, but I think aren't the Korean ones? Can't they only take Korean money? Um, well, I don't know on DeFi. I, I I don't know how that works. I mean, I haven't been in the Korean exchanges for a while, but it used to be you know strap on the VPN and you're good to go. <clears throat> but well, no, you have to now. You have to prove citizenship. Yeah, on all the Koreans, I believe. Yeah. Um, and you also, I learned another thing is um, that you, it's hard. Well, you used to not be able to move money out very easily. <laughs> so yeah, um, they're pretty on top of it. Uh, you know, it's pretty heavily regulated. So uh, huh. maybe that's why there's so few people on it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, look, so, you know, also sommelier is another one. Um, but when you talk about NFTs, what's interesting is to me is that you know, now with the ability to get secondary, you know, you basically have DRM in it and a digital rights type platform where when these things now resell, you capture um, secondary market shares. It's yeah. just, it's coming. It's not everyone has it yet, but it's part of the future. So with NFTs, it's going to be like IP. You know, you might as well just acquire, acquire as much as possible, like in, you know, domain names, if anybody remembers that or um, stuff where there's, you know, um, everybody's coming through, everybody's FOMOing in on something. Yeah. And I also like these land grabs, these, um, what do you call them? Mechaverses or metaverses? Metaverses. Or that, yeah. Um, there's a bunch going on. I think Avagachi has a, what was it? Maybe it was last week, but today or last week, there was a big one going on there. Um, you know, think about those too, because that's a finite pool. Yeah. Um, you know, like the Minecraft one and stuff like that, that, um, you know, you're going to want to be at those good intersections yep. where stuff's going to happen. So, you know, anything like that, that's where you do the speculating. Um, did, I, I, did I ever tell you the story about, um, you know, this friend of mine, they're from Dallas and um, the grandfather back in like the 1890s or something like that, bought up a shitload of downtown Dallas for like right. nothing. I think he had like 13 acres or something like that. Well, he held it forever. And, you know, use it as parking lots and things until eventually he sold it. You know, this is probably 20, 30 years ago. But, you know, for some number of like, you know, 4 billion, 2.7 billion, just some, you know, insane number for a bunch of what was, you know, scrub brush land, basically. Right. There was Um, nothing there. You're kind of doing the same thing with these uh, digital land sales, these chains, etc. You're trying to get there before everybody else does. Yeah. And uh, obviously the market's going to change. Um, to determine who's the competitive winner and loser. But right now we don't know that. So yeah. you have to just kind of go, you know, stake some stuff somewhere. Just like when auto companies came out and there was, I don't know, I think three, two, 2000 in Detroit and 2000 in Chicago. And, you know, now there's none in Chicago and there's maybe two or three in Detroit um, or railroads or mines, you know, anything like that where there's, you know, 10,000 railroad stocks listed on the New York stock exchange at one point. How many are there now? You know, I, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's digits, <laughs> you know, so 
you know, if it, that's that long. Yep. Game, yep. Where, you know, we don't really like to play it that long because, you know, I'm not going to see it in a hundred years. basically. <laughs> um, so, but you know, that's the way to think about it. So you have to kind of move those hats around. Yep. When you're thinking about what you're doing. So one more interesting again, note. I noticed, um, you, you know, it better than anybody. But. Yeah. I noticed, um, when I, when I first loaded up that chart on the back on the main list, that there was DeFi chain in there back in January. And I looked, and it's got like 68 million TVL back in January and it's up at uh, 828 million. And so went to take a look at it and it turns out DeFi chain is another uh, Bitcoin based uh, DeFi ecosystem. So um, similar to um, Sovereign and Stacks, but I need to take a better look at this one because that's, yeah. That's, that's a substantial amount of TVL. And, um, you know, there is a hardcore uh, group of folks out there that are Bitcoin only. And, you know, these plays, Stacks, Sovereign, and DeFi Chain all are playing for that audience. So um, I didn't notice. Did you see if Stacks or um, uh, Sovereign were on this list? No, I didn't. But Let me see. Is there a search? You no. mentioned Sovereign a few times. I've seen I interviewed, Sovereign on these I interviewed the guys from I interviewed the guy from Sovereign. Really fascinating. Really cool guys. Um, really great product and chain. I love it. Uh, they're very dedicated to it, um, and um, you know, very interesting to learn about it. Neither Stacks nor nor Sovereign are on this list. Interesting. Um, yeah. And then Munib from um, Stacks is supposed to be on the show. He spends all his time battling off the Bitcoin maximalists who are pissed that it's a secondary layer to, to Bitcoin, uh, which is the only way there can be smart contracts and dApps on Bitcoin. Um, and then now DeFi chain. I'm going to have to take a deeper dive on this DeFi chain. Take a look. Which one is Stacks? S-T-A? S-T-A-C-K-S. Yeah. Yeah. Stacks is... Uh, here, let me... They have a pretty big too. ecosystem. They have a fund. They've been funding a ton of projects. They had a bunch of launches. I attended their, uh, they had a demo day a couple of weeks ago and he invited me to watch it. And I did. And uh, it was, uh, it was interesting. Very interesting. Uh, there's some cool projects. There were a few copycats, but there were a number that were really, really unique, um, really unique uh, concepts. So yeah, we're gonna have to look at these because yeah, I guess because I, I think, these aren't pure layer one chains. That's well, they list Polygon. It's weird. Stacks.co. Well, I think you're right. I think that there's a captive audience. These BTC maxis that are looking for something. Yep. Uh, to not betray the cause. Yep. But still want to get some of those returns. So this exactly. Let's dig into these and see what's going on from a marketing standpoint. It's a funnel. Yep. Um, so what else did we have on the news Let's queue that we're see. looking at here? Why did I want this? Poof.cash. There was something that was interesting about it. Oh, this I, I need to dive deeper in this, but I really want to check it out. This sounds fascinating to me. It's a private lending, borrowing, sending, and requesting of crypto. Uh, it's on Cello and Phantom. It's called Poof Cash. Um, mm. I guess the idea here is that um, you can basically set up your own borrowing and lending and sending and receiving and keep it completely private. Uh, so um, that that's obviously pretty interesting to me. I think more and more of these privacy focused uh, uh, things are going to uh, are going to get some attention. So um, I'm not sure yet how it all works, but I have a feeling it's kind of like Tornado Cash, which is uh, you're depositing some funds and then it gets mixed with a bunch of other deposits that are all the same size. So they can't be tracked. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. We'll have to take a look at it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that there's always going to be, you know, I mean, innovation always happens on the fringes. So yeah. When we see like mainstream adoption, uh, you get the heavily regulated product, but there's always just going to be people pushing the edges um, to, create innovation and do things like that. And then the stuff that survives gets, you know, inculcated into the regular regulated regimes, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I look at these as sort of rolling waves of innovation. Yep. You know, different things. Um, one of the things I did, did we talk about, you know, sushi now being on moon 
Beam Moon River? No. Uh, no, yeah, we the, did not. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't they're know over they were. there now. Yeah, I just saw that uh, this morning somewhere. Um, I mean, so, they're on know, every friggin' chain, so it wouldn't surprise me. Here it is. Yeah. Yep, there they are. They're on Moon River. So another one to think about. Um, what's the story on Moon River? I mean, what is this an EVM compatible as well? I mean, what's I their what's their compelling? Uh, what's I, their story? Know, I, I haven't dug in deep on it. So oh, it's that's right. We it. looked at this. It's Kusama. Yeah. Ah, that's that's the, right. Uh, Kusama is the parachain to. Oh shit! What it's the like hell? A, is it like? Cardano, Card not Cardano. Um, oh no, polka dot. Polka, polka dot. dot yeah. That's it. It's like Kusama is the test chain, which is actually yeah. growing rapidly. Let's check Kusama's uh, uh, TVL. Yeah, I was in that for a while. Um, I mean, I haven't dug in deep on it. It was one of these. Wow, it's you know at 170. Oh, uh, there's only 2.9 million on Kusama. Yeah. So. This one, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, it's crossing over between um, two or three chains. It might be Solana and Terra and something else, but there's there's um, or Polkadot and Cardano and something I can't remember. But it's part of the whole cross chain piece. Ah, you know? so Moon River is the test network for Moonbeam, just like Kusama is the test network for Polkadot. So you build your app and play with it and try it out on Moon River, and then you move it to Moonbeam on Polkadot. That's complex. Yeah. I mean, in the search for new chains, yeah. But again, I'm like, why wouldn't I just play Avalanche and Phantom harder at this point, you know? <laughs> And not have to worry about another thing to think about, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I'd rather catch the one that what was that little tiny one you identified earlier? Landon, like, yeah, yeah, or like this DeFi chain, DeFi chain, Bitcoin, too. DeFi, yeah. you know. I mean, that looks interesting to me. I mean, this because well, you know, have... somebody's going to launch on one of those. What'll be what'll be key to starting it is is launching some DGen, you know. Massive APR, APY to get people to go, oh shit, let me go get some of that. Right. And then you get them on yeah. the chain. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about, you know, who would be the, it would have to be somebody like the Aves, the Sushi Swaps, those types, I guess. Well, you can um, have the big ones and they'll get, they'll bring people over, but you can also get the, the, uh, the somebody who just does a full on like, let me let me just launch some token at some stupid meme, four hundred thousand percent yield, you know, thing that everybody goes. Well, I'll go do that for three hours, and then they're on the chain, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giving away money, making exactly. It <laughs> well, look, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what that's in blockchain. That seems to be the key way to get people to actually try you out. Well, I mean, you can't. It's just like. You know, I opened up Telegram today and it's like friggin' 6,000 messages to go through. And, yeah. you know, I just look at the ones I'm like, well, I guess I should read this channel. The rest I just push to the end and go, I'll catch that one tomorrow. Um, you can't get through it all. Yeah. So I guess my point is that the only way you can cut through the marketing clutter is to give high rewards. Yeah. Because then, trust me, they'll find you. Yeah. You don't have to find them. Absolutely. So that's kind of the way marketing happens in this world. Um, now, look, a couple of things on pools real quick. Um, you know, uh, the Mona USDT pool on quick swaps is still holding at 98,000%. Um, Guard is is down to 152. Uh, the uh, Erewhon, which is, you know, the one that I like, SIF chain with Cosmos or Atom, you know, that's still hanging at 511%. But there's a lot of higher ones. I'm just there because I have those. Right. Um, you know, Yamp quick is at... 10 million percent mooned quick is at 9.8 million para ciotx i saw that somewhere today co what ciotx 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 what the hell is that oh, 
Crosschain IOTX. What is that? Let's see. It looks like. Okay, we got a chart that looks like it launched about a month ago. Um, hasn't done much. It's on QuickSwap and Nemo. Uh, Crosschain tokens is a wrap token that can be bridged to any network via IO2, whatever that is. Okay, so, it's, yeah, a, so it's a bridge. This is the app, IO2. Yeah. So, you know, again, Four chains. one what to chains look at. But, you know, 686,000%, um, 83,000 in the pool. I mean, these are all, you know, you're kind of $100,000 pool sizes. Yeah. Um, I see a couple other ones in here. PBR paired with USDT Polka Bridge at 2,000% um, APY, I guess. Um, so there's stuff to, you know, quick swap. It's always kind of go-to guys. They're only on Polygon. Yeah. Um, so you can find some interesting stuff there. Um, I also saw, um, uh, what did I, oh, on Define. Define, I saw some decent stuff today, which was um, portfolio Define pools. Um, you know, I'll go, I always go to Sushi Swap just to look at that Klima price, which is, is around 3000 in case anybody's interested in. Um, okay, so like I said, I peeled a little bit off of the curve pool just because. Um, I was just the impermanent loss thing. Curve was just moving too fast. And, yeah. You know, I have, I have so much to find. Yeah. That I kind of peeled some of it off, but I'm, I haven't sold it. It's holding. But as soon as I did that, the APY went from 150 to 259% again. So, Shit. you know, it's, it's giving me double what I was getting before I peeled half off. So it's going to get me the same amount of rewards. Matrix, I still like, you know, just the whole multi-chain thing. But the ones I like in here really is uh, the link pool at 144%, the Ave pool at 156, the Uni pool. You know, those are all good pools to be in. Yeah. Um, just for, you know, buying them. You know, if you're going to take a position, buy it, pair it with Define and pool it and get that yield. But importantly, too, I like the dual farms. And over there on Define, I'm playing still in the router, Define waiting on that protocol to launch. But the PBR, the Polka Bridge, and Define, you know, that's at almost 500%. So, you yeah, know, these are nice. Big rewards of PBR. And if you think that's going anywhere, <coughs> that's a this is a good pool to be yeah, in. Yeah, if you like that, that's a good one. Damn. Yeah, so just building those stacks. And then... Um, I mean, even this router DFYN, right? Like you're, you're essentially betting in the same company on both tokens. Because yes. it is the same people. So you're you're essentially saying, you know what? I think their vision is good. I believe in cross chain. I know they're have already they moved on to Phantom yesterday. They launched yep. on Phantom yesterday. Um, so you know, and my experience with them has been interacting with them directly has been much like my experience interacting with the guys at Polygon. Highly professional, buttoned up, hardcore engineers. You know, I'm I'm just really impressed. So. Um, yeah. I think there's a lot to bet on in those two groups. Could they fail? Well, yes. Yeah, but also you, like you said, with Define, you know, um, I kind of look at router protocols probably going to be like, say, Cosmos is or Atom is in a way, um, you know, out there in the middle of it all. Yeah. And Define will be like that cross-chain, you know, um, Dex cross-chain liquidity farming, all of that piece too. So. I mean, this has real potential to to do something big. I mean, I, I'm ready for it to do yeah. something big. Um, but you know, I, I I like this. You know, everybody knows it. I like Define, and I like Router. But you know, to me, I want Define to go huge. You know, that's Definitely. where I have most of it. So, yep. Um, and then I did jump back on the Crystal Finance one. I jumped back into the Yazuki Matic pool just because. <clears throat> It was giving me like a hundred bucks a day before, and I, I pulled out just because I was getting nervous, um, and I just wanted to chalk up the win. 
But now I'm kind of back in doing the same thing, getting crystal, putting it in the auto compounding pool. I was going to do that for a week. And I think, you know, I should be able to pull down five or 600 bucks in that week and use that to buy some avalanche. Yeah. Um, so um, just because that was all sitting in my wallet, you know, dead money, nothing was happening to it. So I figured, you know, why not um, start earning something again? So yeah. I jumped back into there for the near term. And then, um, you know, on Phantom, you know, I'm doing the Geist thing. It's going up and down. But again, it's, it's spinning out like a hundred bucks a day. Um, you know, um, on that, what is it? 1800% APR. So to me, you know, you, you liquidity farm, uh, Phantom and Geist, and you stake those LP, you do that on spooky swap, stake those LP tokens on Geist. And you'd be amazed how much is churning out of that. Nice. So, you know, again, my theory with that one is, you know, I want one where I have a couple thousand tokens that all of a sudden is worth two hundred dollars right. a piece, right. versus having having a couple hundred, you know, that's worth something. Um, that's the trick. That's the long term thing we're all trying to find. Yep. Um. So, uh, so there, and then of course on Avalanche, I'm doing the time thing. Yeah. You know, so, me too. Um, nothing big there yet, but you know, I'm over a grand in that, so. You know, I'm just going to keep adding to it and try to get to where I have, you know, decent chunk and see how far it'll go. Yeah. Um, I've got about, well, I've still got that staking. I've got the WMMO staking in Morpheus still, still. So uh, in that pool. So um, that's earning, you know, like I said, a little extra every day. But the token, I guess, is up to like 90,000 something dollars each for, for memo uh, because it's extrapolated from the rebase of time. Right, so when the rebase alters in time, it just extrapolates that value out from the cost of price of time. So I'm still staking that on Morpheus. Um, I'm still in SmartCoin. Uh, still yeah, waiting. Tell us how that's going. Tell it's that's going, going well. Last night it was going lovely. Uh, this morning it's not so great. So uh, we've dropped from uh, we were at like 11, 12 cents last night to uh, about seven cents today each, but. I'm also printing on all day yesterday was like 25,000% because they had a double double on the TVL and then some people exited and so it dropped down. But, you know, I'm, uh, what did I put, $2,700 in there? I'm at uh, like $6,000 in value, you know, after a few days of, of staking that shit. And I have not, uh, I have not, um, I staked some more, I Put some new money in yesterday to stake the smart I had, but I'm not putting anything else in. And I'm just accumulating it. I'm really curious how they're going to play out this swap with this other token this week. And so I just want to see what happens. I think, you know, they're selling it at uh, 12 PS. They're swapping it at 12 PST on the 30th. My suspicion is that at about 1150, we're going to see a massive dump of smart tokens people are going to be like you know what i don't know what the fuck these guys are doing so i and you know because there's there's this massive unknown on the other side of what the plan is right and they claim in their communications that they have a phase a 10 phase approach to this to continue to build on this thing and what they're going to be launching on top of the token that may just all be mm -hmm. bullshit to keep people in but i'm having a lot of fun watching it and i'm having a lot of fun watching their Twitter and their Telegram community because it's hilarious watching people going, guys, don't sell, don't sell, don't sell. While you know, one million drops off a of TVL and two million drops off a of TVL and the price drops. It's freaking hilarious. I mean, it's kind of stupid to to risk twenty seven hundred bucks, but right now I'm up, so fuck it. If I feel like I need to pull the trigger and dump it all, I will. But right now it's kind of fun to watch the whole experiment. Well, you know, de-risk, take a, take a chunk off. As soon as I with. sell, I can't sell. As soon as you sell anything more after yesterday uh, or day before yesterday at 7.30 p.m., if you sell any from 7.30 p.m. through the 30th, you, get, you don't get the 100% bonus on the smarter token swap. So the new token, there's a swap for what you have. I guess it's one-to-one. -one. I don't know. And then if you don't sell anything from that day through the 30th, you get 100% on top of what you had. So who knows what the fuck that's worth, but 
I'm along for the ride just because this is fun to do. Strap in, man. I mean, yeah. you have no choices now. Yeah. Now it's like all or nothing. Well, I've got enough um, edge up that if I want to pull the trigger and sell the whole fucking thing, I can. And I'll probably at the least be up a few hundred bucks. And I've had some entertainment for the cost. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look. You know, there's always, I mean, this is the one where it's rolling to the smarter token and then there'll be the more smarter token. Yeah, and, and, then, and then everybody else is going to get the dumb token a week later. <laughs> yeah, here comes the, oh, launch number seven, the idiot token. Because <laughs> like, you were stupid enough to stay this long. <laughs> yeah, we just we just added Bernie Madoff as an advisor, posthumously. <laughs> no disrespect so, intended. But Real yeah, quick, um, I want to talk about um, this project, Geyser. I love these guys. I interviewed them yeah, for the yeah. podcast. Um, this is uh, already a really cool platform because anyone that has a project or a token can come here and create their own, own yield farms. And it's basically yield farming as a service. So you come here, you create your pools, and you can make people stake it, right? They bootstrapped their entire comp their entire project with a $10 yield farm. And went out and talked about it, got people in, got them in playing with it. Um, really cool pl project. So what I discovered in my interview with them, though, is, is that they have built on the back end of this system in their newest version, they've built a modularized system that eventually will allow them to build all kinds of applications by just putting modules together. And their plan is to release this so that people can create their own projects and products using these this module system that they've built. The cool thing is, is they're about to launch NFT staking. So oh, you'll be able to set up your own staking farms for NFTs, either as a project or an individual in Geyser. Like, let's say you owned a buttload of some token that you wanted to, you can go set up a yield farm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the official project doing it. But if you had enough of it, you could come set up your own yield farm here with some other token if you want or however you want to do it. And and you know make fees from it um anyway really cool project really great guys they don't ever talk about their token they don't ever talk about price probably a mistake because i think they're too far under the radar but i really love what they have i love what they're building i think they could be a player important later on um but i don't think they do enough hype well so. you know i remember this from february yeah and i remember kind of if i remember right getting in at 90 cents and then watching it slide down to like, you know, I think I bought some more at 60 and then I bought some more in like the low 20s or yeah. maybe high teens. So by the time, you know, I, I was always like, I think at the first round, I think I sold at 140 and I right. came back in. So I've always won these trades. I mean, I like Geyser. What I think is cool about Geyser too is that, you know, there's that game theory angle on the back end where there's another layer of watching what's going on because- right. You can like use the geyser token to like bump up your rewards. Yeah. So there's a way where you could see like I guess the liquidity in the pool or where it's going, and then you can you know put some super tokens in there to take a yield up you know five x from what it is. Yeah. Um, big brain stuff. Just never quite have been able to dig in deep enough to figure out exactly what's what's going on here. Um, but I like that angle because then you know, like campers or farmer types, you, there's another angle, you know, when you basically take your product to market in a sense yeah. and when to sell that, or do you sell it as a futures thing earlier, you know, from your, your, you know, farming yields in this, in the digital world. So, um, low market cap, I think what a couple million right now. Yeah, I don't um, know where they are right now, but really, I think also what hurt them was, weren't they mainly only Ethereum for a long time? Yeah. Not they a, launched Polygon a couple of months ago. But yeah. that definitely was an issue. But you know, twenty-eight cents a piece. I mean, yep, it's a good price right yeah. now. So market um, cap's two point one million. Nothing yeah, to write home I mean, about. But again, I look. I know that they want to be very professional. They want to be serious about what they're doing. They believe in what they're doing. So they don't do any of the hype. Right. Everything they put out is very businesslike, very methodical. They don't talk about their token. They don't ever talk about token price. And I think all that's wonderful, but if you want to grow a project, that's part of the gig, or at least to have a community that's going to go talk about it more for you, right? And it's tough to do 
when you're a small team and you're being serious about what you're developing, um, you don't want to kind of unleash the community to go out there and shill the shit out of your token. But at the same time, um, I think there's, I think there's big potential for what they have. And, and I'd really like to see, you know, a little more attention for it. Well, I, you know, it seems to me like if you took their concept of, you know, kind of that wager where you can, uh, you know, go for a, you know, a, a return or a yield multiplier, let's say, if there was some way to maybe attach that as a service to yeah. like say sushi swap or something like that. So when people were exiting, there was an angle there somehow. Yeah. To play. Um, you know, to me, that's what they need is something like that. Or even like your, um, you know, one of the NFT groups like uh, Revest, you know, we're like, we're just talking about that where you could come in and, you know, create these NFTs out of tokens. But what if you somehow attached a, some kind of a geyser application to where, um, you know, it somehow gave you more return on the exit from that NFT of something? Yeah. Kind. Maybe it's well, no, that's token. that's something one of the like things that. I want Doki to do is like imagine if they just had a first had a direct connection straight to geyser when you got your when you got your token when you got your NFTs out of the machine, right? Boom, it goes yeah. straight into staking if you choose it, and then. You're staking it, and then there are other options like you're talking about for you know when you want to unload or whatever. So I, yeah, I think they have like a ton of potential. Yeah, so and it's it's and it's a good team. And you know, honestly, been watching them for like eight months. Um, I've just been so preoccupied in other things, but this is one that I've always liked. Yeah. Um, in the sense, I think there's a lot there. Just you know, when it was all Ethereum, I kind of moved on at that point. Um, but yeah, anything like this, I mean, I guess what I always use another analog is, you know, I was at, um, at dinner, birthday dinner last weekend in D.C. And, you know, we were joking about, you know, some Super Bowl where, you know, we were, you know, calling in bets to some bookie in Detroit or something like that with some relative of a family member. <laughs> and you could, you know, actually bet the quarters or bet the first downs and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like thinking, shit, that's all over these like draft well all those gambling apps that are out there you know all do that real time yeah and even like you know the sports leagues have their own gambling affiliations too so what was like you know quasi shady activity in the past you know <laughs> betting on games is now mainstream exactly and so and then so you look at the crypto stuff and you kind of think a same analog trajectory um you know, it hasn't even got close to that. You know, we're still in the, um, you know, DGen opportunities and looking for stuff like that. But right. once mainstream comes in and they can do DGen through like a geyser add-on at, you know, Uniswap, let's say, or a Gachapon Doki Doki add-on at uh, um, Big on uh, Fidelity, <laughs> let's say. Right. You know, that's when you see shit really getting interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's all gambling in yep. a way. Um, totally. Investing, investing, whatever you want to call it. We're putting gambling. capital at risk to get returns. And, you know, the more risky it is, obviously, the potential for higher returns. Absolutely. Um, so I think all these fit in in some way, shape, or form. Yep. All right, dude. You got anything else? You want to wrap it up? No, I think we can wrap up. Um, I just realized... I haven't been sharing screen the entire show. You haven't? No. How about audio? Audio has been on. We're, we've been talking, but I have, I've been over here on this browser tab. Sh like I'm showing everybody this shit and I'm not showing anybody a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, I think neither a lot of, of us looked up at the screen to see there was no sharing. That's freaking hilarious. All right, folks. Well, I'm sure we kept people's attention for about 20 seconds today. So we have the, um, um, but it's still recorded, right? No, because I didn't look look down below. There's no shared screen down there. Yeah. Oh, well. Because <laughs> we did some brilliant analysis on those charts that nobody can see. Yeah. Hey, everyone, you can DM Brad next time that happens. You know? <laughs> yeah, somebody tell send me to, a fucking message. Tell him to get his shit maybe together. We, maybe we had nobody watching today. <laughs> I don't know. We'll probably find out we had more people listening than ever. Because, exactly. You know, well, the good news um, is it'll work for the podcast. All right.
So um, do we have somebody coming on tomorrow? Oh, yeah. We got calculator guy tomorrow. Steven. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I got to send in the link. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Ask him what's the best um, calculator for SAT students these days. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. I'm just kidding. I was like, you know, my daughter's doing the SAT prep. And so I was like, bring your calculator that's that works best for you. And I'm like, people still use calculators. She's like, oh, yeah, I have three. And I'm like, let me see one. And she's like, oh, the batteries are dead on all of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, so now I get it. So nobody really uses No, it. no. But, um, you know, but so she, you know, got some old Texas instrument one. But I remember back in the day when you could like, you know, um, there was an ability to have notes in those calculators. I'd heard from others. Yeah. Um, so just trying to keep it, you know, keep it at radio. Yep. But anyhow, since you know, I'm just talking to myself in the screen right now. I think, uh, I think let's go make some money. And um, okay. I think, uh, hope everybody remembered everything we said. <laughs> so, <laughs> to- oh well, tomorrow's. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully, our guests will remind us to put ourselves on. Well, you would think one of us would have looked to see that we'd had nothing shared up. That's why I kept like, I'm like talking about these things and I'm like, yeah, you see that? And I'm like, I thought you were watching along with me, but I hadn't realized you were actually, you're just probably loading the tabs up yourself on your computer. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, you're on the small screen and I have another one browser in. So that's funny. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. All right. So, you know, you'll get our ugly mugs again tomorrow, but have a great day, everyone. October's still going strong. Yeah, you know? yeah, the sale's you know, still on. If anybody is, you know, has any questions, just you know, DM us because I'd love to kind of, or other perspectives, I'd love to kind of be able to, um, you know, touch on some of those topics. Yeah, uh, where where we think it's going and where you think it's going, um, just to get. More yeah, dialogue. we'd love to. We'd love your opinions, folks. Tell us. All right. All right, See you, buddy. buddy. Thanks. Have Talk a good to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.